Welcome to the Manology Project Podcast. I am your host, Quentin Crumby. And on this channel, we're going to be discussing what true manhood looks like as we understand our value, our identity, and our purpose as men using godly principles. Now let's get to it. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to the Manology Project Podcast where I'm your host, Quentin. And today I got a great special guest in the house with me doing a little co-hosting. Uh, excellent friend of mine, uh, Mr. Tyrone Seabrooks. What's going yes, on, man? man? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? It's good Thank to you, see sir. you. Thank you, sir, for joining me on today um, to be able to tackle just a, an awesome topic that I think that we need to uh, to dive in. Yeah. And I know y'all are probably thinking, man, we don't know this guy. We want to get some background on him. Don't you worry. <laughs> Throughout the episode, <laughs> We're going to find out exactly who Mr. Tyrone Seabrooks is, uh, but he has a great story, and we're going to collaborate that with the topic on the day. And basically, man, we want to talk about male identity crisis, mm. uh, probably one of the deepest things and one of the, the most controversial thing that's going on right now is uh, who are we? Uh, just the term of being a man or the definition of what a man is, is just under fire every day. Um, and so we wanted to really just take our time to actually give the right perspective, uh, which is God's perspective on the identity of men. Um, and so we're just going to dive right on in. Uh, Absolutely. I, I guess I'm just going to kick this out here, man. I'm, I'm looking at us as men, um, as husbands, business owners, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call it, man. And, and basically we as men have marked our lives as a, at a standard where we're identifying ourselves through a material window, mm. whether we're saved or unsaved, right? So whether we love God or not, we're still using the materialistic avenue as a means to actually create an identity for ourselves, you can tell me if you agree, you know, or disagree with that. But I think that this is where we'll start because I think it's, uh, <clears throat> it's unfortunately that, 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 that is the way that we view ourselves. It's like, I'm nothing. If I don't make this, I'm nothing. If yeah. I don't drive this, I'm nothing. If I don't have this big house or this, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the kids, the the beauty, the wife, that's, you know, flawless, all this stuff. And so, uh, but what I found out uh, just from mentoring and talking with men is that they're still empty. Yeah. They're, they're still empty. So what are your thoughts? I mean, do you agree with that or, you know, what do you think? Man, Quentin, um, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, we were talking, a bunch of us was talking, uh, you know, some time ago and we were, and we're having this discussion on men, like, whether you are a believer or you're a non-believer, most of the time within three minutes of uh, when a man meets another man, after they shake hands and they tell them their names, the next thing that comes out of their mouth generally is, what do you do? <laughs> right. What do you do for a living? Because automatically our minds go to that in justification because we're we're living almost perpendicular to what the world system is, is, is saying and projecting of what we should be doing, what should we be saying, how we should be acting. And 
you know, you said something real important earlier and you opened it up with, you know, just about the material side of things, the materialistic world that we living, mm-hmm. how it's shaping even the Christian man. Yeah, I, I think it's just really sad that uh, that even the Christian man now, um, like as you see from the entrepreneurship, right? So social media has like literally turned churches from the straight gospel. Mm-hmm to now prepping shows is almost like you're prepping a show to entertain yeah. people. Uh, now, yeah. mind you, it's already maybe happening in some churches, but unfortunately now you get to kind of see it for face value, you know, on social media. Um, yeah. And how do you be, you know, how do you become salt <laughs> or how do you become light uh, in a place of darkness? If, if, if your light is dim, uh, mm. because operating as the world does would definitely dim your light uh, because mm-hmm. there won't be any it won't be any um, any difference between what they do versus what we do as Christians. And that's a thing to me personally, that's just a real dangerous place. But for the most part, I think it's just identity. It's like uh, we spend a lot of our time trying to find out who we are. Yeah. Like, you know. Uh, then we are born and raised in homes that shape us that may create a false identity, you know, right? I mean, I grew up in a divorced family, so that was a, now I'm a victim or my identity is being shaped by being raised by a single mother. So that's like a full on term that you'll hear Mm -hmm. in the world, which is, you know, single mothers. And if you, if, if you're a man who was raised by a single mother that, you know, and so, if you're listening to all of that, you know, all of that information around that, you'll start building yourself around that narrative. And it's not even true. Right. It's not even true. And absolutely. That's one of the the problems that I I, am finding is that we're searching for something that can only really truly be found in Christ. Yep. Because if you find your identity in the world set of standards, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, you're going to be distracted. Uh, yeah. And you're yeah. actually going to be uh, hoodwinked, if, if you want to use a better word, right? Because the world right. will hoodwink you to thinking that the material lifestyle and the riches and fame uh, would actually satisfy you. And, mm-hmm. and it would give you this status, like you said, just kind of going back, which is, the first thing we do as men when we greet each other is, is a quick, you know, dab up. And then all of a sudden it's like, whether somebody says it or not, people are thinking like, man, I wonder yeah. what he does. Yep. You know, yep. I wonder what he, what he does for a living, not who he is as a man or his character or his integrity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Character and integrity actually links up the way Christ wants our identity to be built. Right. We don't even think about that. All we think right. about is, man, I saw somebody had a whip at the front door and who parked there? Like mm-hmm. out of all of us, who was the one that got that spot with this sweet car? And it's like, that's a nasty place to go, especially when you're trying to raise sons. Yeah. Um, and and I'm a, I'll talk a little bit about my son, but uh, just from your uh, perspective, uh, from just you. So just like, how do you balance or how did you actually navigate through the identity piece Ooh. in your own, like that crisis of your own, like, what did you do? Like, so you go from yeah. one, 
one job to another job and, and yeah. you just tell tell it, us it, what, how did that look <laughs> man you know well you know <clears throat> having a background in, in playing sports and, and spending that time um in the league and transitioning that after because when you're in that atmosphere yeah i mean you as a believer you still have temptations you still have um the overwhelming pull at you to now lean a little bit towards you know the material side and Mm -hmm. I, i can lean this way but i can i can still play with god Right. And, and continue to lean. And you cannot, you can't do both. So the, the transition, um, it was it's challenging. It's very challenging. And and I only spent, as we say, a cup of tea playing ball. There's guys who've, you know, been in this so much longer. And when you get out, not only is the transition tough, but you're you're there by yourself. So now you got to try to figure out not just who am I, but where do I go from here? Oh, yeah. And there's, and there's nothing worse than, than a man that's, that's you know, lost. Beyond lost your identity in Christ, but just lost, period. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, that was a lot of trial and tribulation, man. That was a lot of trying to, you know, figure out the steps and, 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 and you know, submitting you know, my ways and what I want to do to, <laughs> right. you know, what, what God's word tells me, right. you know, and, and there were so many times out of curiosity, just trying to figure that out, like, okay, who am I, you know, where do I go from here and, and how do I go from here? And so the, one of the things I did was um, I asked God to put men, strong men in my life, um, believers um, because I did grow up in a household with a mother and a father um, you know and I saw my dad but he was he was the blue collar guy you know he was the worker workaholic workaholic the providing the providing you know so we didn't have too many of those conversation pieces you know you know about you know who am I as 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 a son as as your son um, you know what do I need to you know, look forward to in life after this football thing ends and then right. going into transition of life and then husband and being a father. Um, but the transition piece is, is, is challenging because I, I think, Quentin, too, you, you have to, like, you got to search for it. You got to really, like, want it. And that's why I think, and I think that's the piece that, you know, when you don't have that accountability or that, that other structure of another man talking to you and challenging you and pushing you, you're not going to, you're not going to know what to do. Right. I like what you said there though. It's like having that accountability. Um, and this is the thing, right. With that identity. Like when, so when you don't even know who you are personally mm. and then God has the nerve to put <laughs> you over a family. And it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I got to go out here and produce I have to cultivate this woman. I have to produce these kids. I got to cultivate these kids and I got to teach them who they are. Yeah. And I don't even have an idea of who I am. Um, And I think that that uh, is a recipe for disaster. Yes. Uh, And that's why I think that God really shows you, you know, like when you look at all these stories, right? So I was trying to figure out like, uh, 
because it's not a Bible study, but we use our reference is the Bible. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, unfortunately, it's a Bible study. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I look at uh, 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 the, the the men in the Bible, um, you got like Moses um, who struggled with identity mm -hmm. uh, and tried and tried to talk his way out of being used by God based around the way that he actually viewed himself. Yeah. And what I've learned is, and even with my own self, right? Just how do you view yourself? And if you don't mm -hmm. view yourself in the way that God sees you, uh, which is always going to be a shocker to you because you, right. you, you're going to always look and say, there's no way that you see this stuff, God, when I'm a, a, a babbling fool, right? I can't put two, two letters together, let alone a, a complete sentence. And you want me to go tell Pharaoh to let these people go. Like, mm -hmm. like, why would you even send me when I can't even do it? And time and time again, before he even sent Moses, he spent all that time trying to tell Moses exactly who yeah. he is, but not who he is without God. Yeah. So yeah. he kept coming back to the bush because basically it was like, man, I know, you know, I'm going to do the miracle. Right. But it was like, but I got to kind of let him know exactly who he is with me. Yes, so right. with me, you're more than a conqueror without me. You probably are a loser. Listen, that don't yeah. mean you're not going to win some stuff, but you, you're probably going to lose more yep. without me than you would, you know, lose, you know, with me. So the key thing is I look at Moses and I go, how many of us are Moses uh, mm. that walk around and, God is trying to drop all this information on us of who we are in him mm -hmm. and taking us back to a burning bush, which is your prayer closet, whatever. And he's telling you this stuff, but you can't even believe it because it's like, it's no way I'm fumbling. I don't can't put two things together. And then you have this process or this purpose for me. Uh, and I'll just use my own self. It's like, uh, and me and you, we talked about this the first time we met, which is <laughs> so you so you want me to actually minister, you know, to guys. Right. And I'm like, OK, cool. So then I get to the church. Right. And then you're up there doing your thing. And I'm thinking, you know, everybody's clapping and they go, I'm like, man, I should be on this stage, man. <laughs> right. Right. You, you got me in these trenches and I want to be up there like I want that. And mm -hmm. you got me over here. And right. uh, and then, you know, God. Uh, paired us up that evening and then i you know we i ended up taking you back to the hotel but uh, and then we actually talked about that and yeah um and when you said about that accountability that transparency is that i was i felt i felt at ease just to tell you exactly how i felt about it yeah uh, instead of telling somebody else who don't even know you i was able mm -hmm. to sit there and tell you when i thought man i could be doing that and it wasn't yeah. even a jealousy thing or nothing it was just the fact that i'm thinking you know, God, you told me to minister to men. And then what about me trying to be on a stage or what, right. what about this? And so what happens is, is that right there, I, and me and you were talking, it was like, right there, mm -hmm. you find yourself getting off course yeah. of your identity. You and yeah. Tyrone don't have the same identity, Quentin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 you guys are not going in the same direction. That's right. You guys may be touching some of the same things, but your direction is not the exact same because Tyrone is Tyrone and I put him here for something 
that may look like it's in your lane, but it's not in your lane. Right. Uh, and that part of it, a few days even after that, is just start resonating like, man, um, I got work to do and I just got to be okay with doing God's work wherever I am. Yeah. Through the way that he sees me. Um, yeah. The way I grew up, uh, the interactions that I have with the people that I do minister to feeds off the way that I carry myself with swag, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a different, I, I'm, I'm ministering to different types of people because of the swag that I have yeah. that God definitely told me don't change, right? Mm -hmm. He was like, I yeah. didn't ask you to change who you were, right? Moses, I didn't actually ask you to change anything. I just told you just to go and tell Pharaoh to go let these people go, but you're telling me your deficiencies and, and all of these, all of these things that you call errors in your life, and I'm telling you that I actually made you perfect. Yeah. And all you gotta do is just go there, and I'll do all the talking if you mm -hmm. just get there. And I think as men, uh, even Christian men, the glamoury part, we feel like, man, this is my identity. This is who I. And God is like, well, you know, you can actually make yourself glamorous. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, you can actually work hard to glamor glamorize your own self. But it's so easy to do all that and then say, God did it. Mm -hmm. and God is just looking like I didn't do that. <laughs> it really wasn't my hand because basically there's too much glamour on it. Yeah. Like yeah. we think that God is in the glamour and I don't know. I don't really see where, if, you know, if he ain't raising somebody from the dead, <laughs> which is yeah. normally not nothing glamorous, normally is is setting people free. You you know, if, right. you're in a, if you're in an atmosphere where someone gets raised from the dead, they know glamour. That That's like people are, are crying even more and crying out mm -hmm. to God even more because of what they witness. Yeah. I was like, and so I just looked at Moses. And I'm like, are we really modern day Moses? Are we... Mm. You know, are we really stuck in a place where who we are through Christ is just not sufficient? It's not enough. And I want to be the Michael Todd. I want to be I wish mine was like the and God is like, yeah. no, you really don't. Because yeah. really, at the end of the day, we don't even know what these people are going through. Absolutely. Um, and we don't Absolutely. know how much is God and how much is them. It, because yeah. you're just because you're charismatic and you can, like I said, you have this swag about yourself and gifts come without repentance. So, I mean, a lot of stuff you can actually do your own self and then just say, mm -hmm. man, God did a great job with it. And it's like, uh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you know, what's so funny is, um, I can remember there was a certain stage and, um, I, I was, I, I was watching a game one time and there was a particular receiver on TV, and he's just off field. He was getting into craziness, just like really bad things. But on the field, he was he was he was dope. And I remember one day he's sitting there like, man, Lord, how how in the world you 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 blessing him like this? <laughs> like like how, man? And Q, I can remember it's clear as day. God said. He would not know how to love me without those things. If That's I removed, good. yeah, and I was just like, mm, okay, okay. So you're building this up now. You're you're building this up. You're building this up, and you're giving me direction on the way to go that you want me to go. 
right. to identify with who, not just who you are, but who I am in you. Right. You know, so, I mean, what you were saying earlier, I mean, brother, you, you got the swag, you got it all. One thing I realized is that there's certain guys that you can only reach that I will never be able to reach. Yeah. And, and it's vice versa yep. because of our testimony, because of the way God has built us and he's put within us that certain people just need certain things. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes I'm just, I'm just really happy to talk to 10 to 12 dudes, one dude, two, I'm just happy. You know what I mean? And, and right. there, I never fell into that category of, I wanted to speak in front of the thousands. Yeah. Cause I, I realized that that's that, right now. That's not my calling. Right. <laughs> and, and if it was, if it were my calling, I right. believe God, God would <clears throat> bring me down another path of experiences of life and time with him to be, get built up to now go speak to the thousands. Right. You know, there's, there's a certain aura that you need to have in the, in the covet. You know, and your relationship with, with, with Christ has to be first and foremost, man. First yeah. and foremost. Yeah, it gets really technical um, when it comes to trying to have the identity of Christ um, mm -hmm. and, and really trying to shape your life around that uh, because it's so easy just to get caught up in the noise. Um, yeah. uh, because in, you know, social media just brings all this stuff right to your. You, you know, your doorstep, man, you just can, you know, you can see a lot of stuff and then you, you know, got to watch out for envy and striving, you got yeah. coveting someone else's and all of this yeah. stuff. And so the enemy is just, you know, laughing all the way to the, yeah, you know, to the devil mm -hmm. wing <laughs> going, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, man, I mean, I'm doing stuff, but they keep creating stuff that just allows uh, for their souls to always be, compromise their minds yeah. to be compromised their hearts to be compromised uh and the humans are just we just continue to create this right i mean that's why the world got destroyed the first time anyway it was like mm -hmm. these people are just wicked man it's like <laughs> just yeah. wicked like they everybody is just wicked and then you find noah to start all over again yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying like so we can get to we can get in a wicked way uh, if we're not careful, but that's definitely dismissing the fact that you have an identity uh, that's based in Christ for the purpose and the works of the things of God. And so uh, I just know as men, you know, husband, father, brother, yeah, business owner, like you got to dial into something. Yeah, or, Listen, you got to dial into something. And the thing is that there's only one thing that's going to be able to sustain you, but there's many things that you can dial into. Mm -hmm. um, so most people, because God's way is not an easy way. No, not at all. Uh, not at so all. It, it, and, you, and, and one, I was just thinking about something is, you know, when it comes to the identity piece, we sometimes we're always trying to figure out what can we get what can i get from you right you know how can we you know network and you know it's always about getting 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 when <laughs> biblically god's way is about servanthood yes. how can i how can i serve you 
Right. You know, but so many times our our hearts aren't right and our mind is twisted. Well, we don't think about servanthood. We're thinking about, listen, I, I, how can I get that next whatever? Or how can I get connected to so-and-so so I can get, so I can have, so I can yeah. achieve? And so, right. you know, and you, you look at your trophy case and you're, you're continuously building, looking for the next, the next, the next. Right. And, and Christ is saying, no, <laughs> I'm all that you need. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm Jehovah Jireh. I'm your provider. Right. But we don't, we don't, we don't get it. We don't get well, it. Well, I think too is that um understanding that identity in Christ uh kind of just starts with the ability to like to fear the Lord, mm. which which is the beginning of wisdom, right? So that's mm-hmm. so if we fear God, then we'll become wiser. Yeah. Like we'll we'll start to understand what our identity is in Christ. Um mm-hmm. but fearing the Lord you know, requires us to basically percent present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's the whole, you know what I'm saying? So like when you're talking about fearing God, then you talk about presenting yourself a certain <sighs> way before God. And like I said, isn't that stuff is just tough because there's yeah. no glamour. Um, and, and, and we're built off of attaboys and sweet job and look at big T he, he, mm-hmm. he's doing a, B and C and we thrive off of that. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this around because of what you said about getting, that's what mm-hmm. we want. Uh, and, and the thing is, is that I'm very prayerful around my podcast and my clothing line stuff, because Listen, it's very easy, man. It's like, man, it's a podcast. I want people to listen to it. I want this. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. And then you forget about the the purpose behind mm-hmm. what this podcast is supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be connecting men with other men so that we can have yeah. a platform so that we can actually help each other grow. Yep. Um, and and like I said, that when you you look at you know, I'm looking at my identity and I'm looking at the purpose for God, I'm like, okay, so you want me to build this platform for men. I'm like, men don't even want a platform. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. so, so right away, I think, and I take this to the wife, like, you know, all the time, I'm like, could this pot, am I, am I just kind of thinking that this needs to be happening, you know, or is this really God telling me this? Because men don't even want a platform. Like, mm. They don't even want it. Like they don't even right. want you to help them. They don't want you in their business. They don't want to come to church and serve. Um, the church is pretty much served and built on women today. That's I mean, yeah, uh, men are just, yeah, I went to church. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I got there. I praise God. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're not saved. It's just that fearing the Lord, which then presents like then all of a sudden now you're you're, what is our level of fearing Mm -hmm. Uh, because you know or uh and i wrote this down to respecting god's way yeah um there's a certain way that god wants us to carry ourselves as men and i think that you have this authority yeah that he gave you Mm -hmm. that is unmatched Right, it's unmatched. The authority mm-hmm. that God gave men is unmatched. Yeah, for sure. But it's only unmatched if it's 
if it's through the wisdom and the respect of God's way. Like yeah. it's not a match if you try to do it your own self and take this authority because then there's divorce, there's abuse, <sighs> there's uh cheating, there's um absence, there's neglect, there's uh I'm here, but I'm not here. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, your dad worked, like my dad was there, but he worked all day because back in those days, man, my me, my dad same way, man. My dad's a hard worker, like yeah, work, work, work. <laughs> like, but that's because that's how we see our value. We we see our value in a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I worked hard, give me my money, look what I got. I did this. You don't eat until I get money, and then that's what we build our whole life on, and now. The wife and the kids is just kind of subject to you because I make the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's identity. But like you said, if you take that money away, because basically dude, suicide is high, the highest in men. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I think it has a lot to do because we really don't deal <laughs> with that identity and getting the correct identity that God wants us to have. And so when things get shaky, yeah, and we we lose grasp of who we thought we were or that self like ah yeah healthy chest type feeling mm-hmm. then we're out of control man we're literally spin out of control to where the, the percentage of men is higher in, in in suicide than women yeah yeah and you would think it would be women because they take more abuse from men but yeah. It's more men, and it's because men have more stress. We don't talk. There's no platform. Like I said, men don't want any help. Uh, uh, and I use this analogy with my son. <laughs> I, told him, I, said, <laughs> I said, men are so, we're so crazy that we could be standing on the third floor mm-hmm. in a window with the fire right behind us and still look outside with somebody with the water holes or with the fire extinguisher and say, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. I figure it out, man. You go get them. I'm I'll, 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 I'll take care of this. And it's like, well, bro, you know, your back is actually on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't even worry about that. I, I, I feel it and I smell it, but it's okay, man. I'm going right. to be okay. Right. But, and so now that's like a term in my house. Like, so if I go to help my son and he'd be like, oh, no, dad, I got it. And I'd be like, well, son, yeah. I'm, dad is observing it. And it looked like you're a man that's in a window with a fire that with fire on his back. Mm-hmm. And, not, and this is what my son said. He said, you know what, dad? You're right. The fire is right on my back, but I'm good. I'll do it. I got it. Then later on that night, he came back to me and was like, Dad, that's so weird that we that I would do that. Like, it's weird that man. I said, No, it's not just you. This is how men are built. And if you don't have someone like me that's gonna give you God's way, then you will grow up to be that man, which means that you won't let your wife help. You won't let you'll just be out here. You'll never call me when you need help. Yeah. You'll literally destroy your entire life before you even need any help. But by that time, it's too late. Um, and that's all because you've based your identity in being, uh, 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 which most men are, I don't need no help. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. And when you yeah. put yourself in that, that place, then you, you lack wisdom. Yeah. Like there's no wisdom in using the term. I'm good. No worry about me. When everything yeah. about God is bringing your, tr- bringing yeah. your burdens, bring, yeah. 
all of that stuff that weighs you down to the altar. Like you had to bring all that to the foot of Jesus. And we as men still don't even get that. We just go, oh, well, you know, Jesus died on the cross, but <laughs> it's like there is no but. <laughs> there is no but. He died on the yeah. cross, but it's like, no, but it's very hard. And so when we're trying to tap into this identity piece or crises, just simply just saying, who am I? It's just a question that that's why, I mean, that was the question I wanted to ask is that really, who am I? Who are you? Who, you know, like you said, playing ball and then transitioning out of that and then becoming someone brand new. So what my question would be is that from the, from the relationship from you and your wife, what did that look like? Oh, so man, from, one, from one to the other, because all of these pieces touch, right? So if, if, if you told God to, Hey, build these men around me and help me get Diane. So the next transition piece would be is that, and how did that connection go from you and your wife? Uh, so if God is trying to work these guys to be able to help you be accountable, did that accountability actually show forth good fruit to be able to yield back over into your yeah. wife. We can't even get to the kids yet. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Mama's got to get tough. <laughs> right. Right. I, I believe that in the beginning, <clears throat> it didn't yield to the good fruit at all because I was still in the transition of, I got this, I can do it. And you're my accountability person, but I'm just still like, eh, I'm only going to tell Quinn that much, you know, when all this is going on, I'm, I'm going to go hit him up with a little bit. And um, it did, it, it affected, it affected my marriage. Um, it affected my relationship with my wife, you know, 17 years now, um, you know, we're married. Um, but, but I was never, um, I was never allowed to allow myself to to be groomed to yeah. be led yeah because That's yeah because that whole entire time i'm i'm trying to do it on my own you know and, and you know my wife is just i mean super woman super super her capacity levels but at the same time i was taking her through things that she didn't deserve right all, all because i did not understand what it means to be um yielded to be humbled um right. i didn't understand what meekness was right so and a lot of times and q you know what i i find that to be when i talk to different men a lot of times that's the key because some men do have the accountability right right yep but but i can be accountable but if i'm not being transparent right then what sense does it make because like i said i'm only gonna tell you a little bit i'm just gonna a little <laughs> bit you know Especially, especially uh, a brother like yourself, where God has designed and created you just to, you just, you, you like that. Ah, right. Mm. I, <laughs> it's like, oh, whoa, whoa. I know. And, and not, but, but not every, not a lot of guys can handle that unless right. they understand who they are. I know. And, Tell and, me and, about it. <laughs> and, and because if you don't, if you don't, you know, and I, and, I, and I love that about you. I love that about you. You you bring it and you challenge 
and you know, be like, whoa, who, who, who am I? I just met this brother, <laughs> and here we go. Right. You know. Um. Yeah. But the but it did my it, it trans my my marriage, um, just needed to be redefined, you know. And and once it was being redefined, I had to do check ins with me being redefined and God yeah. mold me. You know what I mean? Humble yeah. me, whatever that looks like and how that looks. It even led into, you know, going to seek out mental therapy. Yeah. You know, and again, that's a part of that aspect that's missing, even from as a believer in Christ, as a man of God, that mental health. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, and it's, you're not good. Right. You know, you're not good. And, and I think in order for if if. I love coffee, right? And in order for me to get my fix or, or or satisfy my appetite, I will drive to a Dunkin' Donuts or I'll drive to get my coffee, even if it's two or three miles outside the range. Yeah. Why can't we take that same that same motive, that same energy into seeking out who Christ is to me and what I need and to continue to build on that for my wife, kids, family. Yeah. It, it, just vulnerability. Um, mm -hmm. uh, vulnerability is not a man's best friend. Um, no. uh, women are very vulnerable. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, all day long. Right. But men, that vulnerability make you feel a certain type of way. And it's like, yeah. you don't feel good to be vulnerable. I don't want, yeah. I don't want you in that space because you know, I'm uncomfortable. So I'm always shifting around because it's like, and eh, you know, just kind of like how you say, it's like when you meet somebody new like me, like, I'm going to tell you a little bit because, <laughs> because I already don't want you. And you, you get a snapshot of who I am. And then it's yeah. like, well, I'm not telling them this stuff because <laughs> he don't even know nothing, but he going hard already. Oh, and, yeah. uh, but uh, that piece, um, I think, is um just i think it, it's really just trying to be a teacher of god's attributes like really why are we where we're at uh why did god put adam in the garden first uh mm. why did sin happen after why did why did it why did the fall actually happen after adam ate mm. um, the fruit uh, yeah. so those things to me are just they just blow my mind. And as I try to go and read, you know, I'm trying to read the Bible and do all this stuff, but I get so stuck in Genesis and I get so stuck with just the life of Jesus mm -hmm. uh, because two of those things, I like, really blow me away that, you know, Jesus says a lot of tough stuff, mm -hmm. uh, just those three years that he's out there ministering, but man, there's a lot of tough things that he say. Um, and to me, there's 12 disciples. They're all guys. And then what does that, what is the symbol behind that? And I'm not saying that women, you know, don't have a place and all that, you know, ladies don't, please don't take that. That's the wrong way. Um, right. It's just that at the end of everything, man, God actually holds, God will hold us men on this earth accountable for the way that this earth was managed. Right. Whether we want to believe that or not, it is going to be the way that we manage this earth as men. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the authority and he's going to always come to us and say, why didn't you 
do A, B, and C. Well, the women were feminists, and they <laughs> and he gonna say all of that stuff is why. That means that someone had to become passive in their thoughts yeah. to allow certain things to get out of hand. And I get that women felt like they needed to fight for position and give me more money. And I think that they, I think the reason why is because men were lost in who they really were. Uh, and so we're out here doing things and, and making life hard for ladies. And so women eventually was looking like, dude, you have no yeah. idea who you are. You're literally jacking my life up, right? Now we're divorced. Mm -hmm. So now what do I do as a woman? Well, the next thing a woman is going to do <clears throat> is that, you know, she is educated. She can go and make her own money. Um, and so I can see how women eventually kind of evolved and thinking, I don't really need guys like that no more because the position that guy gave us, we can't even do like, yeah. we can't even provide that to them. Men don't even really understand that women actually want to when the leadership is in place. Yeah, man. They compliment each other. Like they literally compliment each other. If mm -hmm. you lead as a man, if we're leading and we understand our identity is built in Christ and we understand that, uh, in that identity of Christ that we're all to walk in love, righteousness, purpose. Uh, our church is to provide us with some type of service yeah. and growth. Uh, so <clears throat> as, as a man, if we understand all of that, then we can go, you, you package that all up and then you take it back to the house and then you unpack it for the wife and the kids. Yeah. Then now they're thinking, man, so not only do dad provide and protect, but spiritually, we're being we're being nurtured and and and, yeah. and, and, and fed, and and it's really because Dad is bringing this and unpacking it. Mm -hmm. Now, the biggest thing on the unpack piece is, um, right here I got like Titus two or seven. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teaching, showing integrity and dignity. These are like pieces that when you know you're reading the Bible, it's like, wow. So you're thinking that you don't have you're, you know, like I remember LeBron, I'm no, I'm no role model. Ah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, as a man, you're automatically a role model. If you're an older man with youth under you, you are a yeah. role model. Absolutely. If you're 25 and there's guys 18 that look up to you, you're a role model. Yeah. Uh, whether you're whether you're leading them the right way or the wrong way, you're still leading people. And but Q, isn't isn't that that responding to cut you off? No, but that's ahead. that go, that goes back to that whole accountability piece, though. Yes, account and and but accountability hurts, man. Like it like, does. Like, do I really <laughs> want to? Do I really want to call you and tell you that I jacked up my family by doing A, B, and C? Because all you could think of is. I know he's saying he ain't judging me, man, but I know every time now, when every time you see me, because I know something about you, mm -hmm. you're casting that on me. Yeah. I'm not pouring that out. You're casting it on me because we don't like to be vulnerable. That, right. that messes with us being able to tap into the identity that Christ really wants for us because it takes you to be, you got to be humble. You got to be vulnerable. You have to be submissive. You have to be, willing uh and then at the 
and before you can even become all that, you have to know that you need Christ. Yeah, like you have amen. to know that yeah, you, you need Him. Yeah, to yeah. be able to do, you know, A, B, and C, and that's that fear of the Lord. And once you understand that you need Him, then that fear kicks in, and understand a healthy fear of God. Now, being able to be a partaker of wisdom becomes something that you can partake in because you can't partake in any wisdom from Christ if you're not presenting your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. You you can't even you can't even go out here and and even with accountability. If I have no respect for God's way, then. <sighs> I want a person in my life that actually, uh, and I have a, a group of guys, including yourself, uh, mm -hmm. who, you know, we talk and we probably should talk more, but right. uh, just being out of state, you know, you got a whole mm -hmm. group of fans and stuff, but it's just, once you find somebody that you can actually trust yeah, with God honesty, right? Mm -hmm. Not just being honest. Like, I'm not going to just come and blab at you because I feel like I should be honest, but backing it up with two things a respect for God's way about being honest about what I have to tell you. Yeah. And then you being able to look into my life and see that I respect God's way, that I Absolutely. fear God. I fear the Lord. Uh, stop having accountabilities that, that actually don't have any substance or no connection to God's way. Yeah. Uh, because they'll yeah. pretty much give you the old, you know, it's like Q, I did A, B, and C. It's like, well, you know, man, you still trying to get through it. God is still yeah. working on. Well, I don't want that type of, I don't want that person as accountability. I want right. someone that goes, dude, that was stupid. Yeah. Why would you do that? And not only be able to speak it, but when they words come out of their mouth, I can look into their life and go, mm. man. So not only is this dude telling me, but I know that he does not, or I know that, that he, that he puts forth this effort on a, B and C. And yeah. sometimes that's intimidating to people. Or people may think that you're goody two shoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had people tell me, you know, ah, uh, you know, you, you act like you don't do A, B, and C. And I was like, <laughs> I think that's like one of the the worst thing that you could tell any human because yeah. the because this flesh is fighting against everyone. Everyone's flesh fights against them. Mm -hmm. The only person who was able to not submit to flesh was Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So to tell anyone out there who strives hard to do God's way <laughs> yeah. as a goody two-shoes, come on, don't do that to them because that just, you know how much hard work it is not to cuss somebody out or uh, just come to on. go, listen, <laughs> just because I choose to do it the right way don't mean that my flesh didn't rise up and I had to take a walk and I had to go in the basement and, mm -hmm. and put gospel music on and listen to it yeah. and get my fear right because one more something would have blurred it out I mean right. anybody who tells you that they don't have that type of interaction with their flesh is just a liar that yes. I mean well not really the flesh but the spirit <clears throat> the, the the wickedness of this world right. it pounces on everybody so you mm -hmm. It pounced on Jesus. He just was the only one that actually was be sin sinless. That's he was the only one who was able to do that. Everybody else, there's no everybody else. God counted as you guys. There's y'all sinners. There's no good in yep. no one. Everybody's hard right. and wicked. Mm -hmm. These are hard things to hear in the word when you're a Christian. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, and one of the things I was, I was, as you're talking, one of the, the word love continues to just strike me. Yeah. Because a lot of times as men, we don't believe that I can love you in Christ yep. and, and not want anything from you. <laughs> I agree with you, that, dude. You know, I because it, it, we just we just don't know how to, and that's and and you know, and, and I will say this in talking about my own transparency, like when when you, we don't know how to love, we don't know how to give it. Right. So now that affects your marriage, that affects yep. your children, it affects your relationships all across the board, because I don't know how to genuinely love you in Christ with still being strong. And know yeah. that I'm here for you without saying, mm, which what you really want, man. Like, what's really going on? <laughs> yeah, you know? we, we definitely feel like people want something. Yeah, you know? yeah, uh, absolutely. Always wanting uh, something. Like, I was blessed to be able to have, like, the flame um, mm. come on my show. Uh, he's, like, one of my favorite, you know, Christian rap artists. Uh, yeah. Because he sticks, he's so biblical with all his lyrics. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very fascinated that he's able to stay so biblically sound with his lyrics. Um, but just even being able to connect with him um, the way that we did, and that was, like, before we went live and stuff, I not, that's how I was really talking to him. And I was like, um, I really ask God to really, you know, bless you with the desires of your heart, um, because you didn't have to answer my text mm -hmm. because I, I'm not in no, I'm in no way or position to help further your career. Mm. Like mm. I'm a small podcast. Yeah. A billion people is not listening to me. I'm not going to be on BET. I'm not going to be on that. <laughs> And you answered and said, dude, that was a dope topic. I want to, I'm on in. Yeah. Send me your information and I'll jump on the podcast with you. Then the dude gave me an hour and I'm, and I literally was blown away. So now I, you know, the artist part of you do was, you know, intriguing because I like Christian rap, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then when you get a chance to, to meet someone on another level of humility, yeah, then man. it changed the whole perspective, right? Because now I'm looking at him, I'm thinking like, you, you, you're, you're a different dude at home. Like, mm -hmm. like you actually love God at home because yeah. you didn't have to take mine because basically I didn't have anything to offer you. Actually, you had everything. I had everything to gain from having you on my show. Right. Absolutely. And he was just like, I mean, I don't even He's know like, if I even thought about it like that dude i just the topic was nice and i thought man <laughs> I, I literally he literally I just he said he was like i don't know if i even thought about uh he said and i'm sure dude you probably could and i don't do that stuff um right uh, because that's just not me i didn't have him on the show uh to to use him to actually boost boost like your stuff like, like yeah. you won't even find in me any videos and i probably won't even put any of his videos out there uh because that's not really my style like i don't uh, and even though people did see it, all they can think of is that man, the flame. And I'm thinking, yeah, but this dude is actually more than just this Christian rapper because I'm no one. Yeah. And when God puts you in a position like you were in, and then someone lo lower than you come and ask for help, and then you extend that help or that favor mm. out to them, 
I told him, I said, man, this is why God is going to continue to bless you because if this is your heart as a servant, because that's why you, he did it because he's a servant. That's right. And that's dude, he it. over there, listen, he over there just, bro, you kind of <laughs> preached to me. I'm like, no, yeah. that's it, dude, because there's a big difference between I don't have anything. I mean, because I've, I've reached out to other artists and talked and I'm like, yo, you should come on the podcast. Oh, well, you know, who you with, man? You know, uh, send me your video so I can see, you know, and I'm like, what well, does it really matter? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a great topic, then let's just chop it up. Uh, but sometimes, like, we, you know, we just talk about that identity piece. Yeah. And so, because their identity of the who they are is off, they think that my identity about who I am mm-hmm. is all based around material. Yeah. Uh, using them as a ploy to be able to use you know yeah. i ain't really interested in the podcast i just want them on my show so i could tell a million people that i had this person on the show i'm like um but when you get somebody like that i had keith butler come on okay um, same thing man it was yeah. just a joy uh and he said the same thing he was like well dude uh i'm a pastor first of all uh and then <laughs> uh, which makes me an ultimate server of christ yeah. <laughs> and literally we're yeah. talking and laughing but to me that was just outstanding yeah uh, that he understands that his identity in christ he understands service mm-hmm. he understands the respect god's way like yeah. hey here's a believer that reached out to me about this mm-hmm. believer to believer we should be able to connect with each other that's right you ain't got nothing to do with a big time this a big time gospel artist i'm a this i'm a that but as christians to christians because and this is one of those things that that's going to trip us up right that we're not supposed to operate as the world operates yeah so that's a tricky one because you think oh, i'm guarding myself i'm doing this and god is like well technically <laughs> it's my job to guard you right because i own you that's right. I, like I have ownership over you. When you become a son, when you become a, my son, then I become your dad. And then I have ownership. And which means that I now protect you. Right. Like yeah. we do with our kids. Like I told my son, he's 17. I'm like, and I'm still the protector of you. <laughs> when you're 30, I'm still the protector of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, dad, you're going to get, oh yes, I will. And I bet you what the first thing that come out of my mouth at 90 would be that I go upside their head if they mess up my son, because it's built in us to do that. And so that's why we look at God and say, man, you know, that's why God said, dude, don't worry about nothing. Let me avenge that. Mm -hmm. Mm. You don't have to go avenging no one. I'll take care of them because you're mine. That's right. Under that identity. Like that's once you know that you're Christ, you know that you're a son of God. When you know that you're Mm -hmm. a son joint heirs with jesus christ when you understand that all that stuff is based around understanding who you are in christ and most of us don't really take our time to really understand that um Mm -hmm. and that just comes from just reading god's word uh i love listening to Bodie, Mm -hmm. Bodie b yeah yeah i'm like i like i like that he's that bible um that scripture teaches scripture that mm-hmm. teaches scripture with no votey, right? I've been listening to this dude because I'm like, it's no way that every sermon is gonna be scripture that teaches scripture. Like this dude don't he don't put no perspectives. No, nah. <laughs> I'm talking like very little perspective in any of it. He'd be like, Well, let's look at Jesus' perspective. Yeah, well, let's look at Peter's perspective. <laughs> I'm thinking, 
I know you got a perspective. I got a perspective. I <laughs> but I like that. But I but when I started listening, to that, I was like, you know what? That is something that I'm a pull from him is keep your perspective cute and only use God's perspective around the identity crisis around what type of husband you need to be to your wife. What is God's perspective? Not what I think from my life that I lived in, but what is God's perspective? And I think once we get to that point, I think that we can actually become better at being fathers, husbands, brothers, friends. Um, I think that we, as men, we need to have a circle of friends that we can trust. Um, Yeah. Maybe not a large circle, but it's got to be a couple of guys that you can drop some heavy weights on um, Mm -hmm. that's going to pray for you um, and then check on it, check on you. Uh, Yeah, I I, I, I challenge all my guys that I um, that I mentor and stuff. And I'm like, how many guys do you guys reach out to a week? Like how many male yeah. friends that you reach out and, and say, Hey, how's life going? How's the wife? How the kids? How you doing? You stable? How's your health? How's this? And they're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's, it, because it's not, <clears throat> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's so, it, it's so challenging sometimes for, for us as men, men of God to to reach out to another man out of love, out of fear of God, out of accountability, out of transparency. It's so hard. It's so, because, and then God forbid if I work at, you know, Walmart, there's nothing against Walmart and you working at uh, JP Morgan, then right. it's really like, uh, well, right. I ain't got nothing in common with Q because he's way up here and I'm here. Not be- because, again, the enemy the enemy throws us that curveball. He mixes it up and boom. Yep. He throws it. We don't even be ducking. We just like, oh, ooh, yeah. he hit me. <laughs> he, right. That And that's a weird <laughs> thing. You just take it in the face like that and be like, yeah. well, yeah. maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I yeah. shouldn't call him. And you'll miss something. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why. Um, and I do. I I make sure. Um, and this is no kudos to me, but um, but because of the purpose that God has given me, uh, I am always every week reaching out. What's going on? I mean, you know, you get my texts. Hey, how's yeah. it going? What this yeah. what's about? Uh, blah blah blah. And it don't you ain't got to go on a whole bunch of stuff. But I just think that. I can't do this work for God if I'm not a front runner of reaching out to men. So I probably got about 30 guys that I reach out every, every week or every other week, uh, like clockwork. Uh, yeah. And so when I'm doing that, you know, and then sometimes I'll be laughing cause I'll be like, you know what, Lord, nobody even reached out to me. You know? <laughs> right. And it was right. funny because one time, and then you reached out to me and was like, Hey bro, What's going on? Boo, 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 boo. And I was like, hey, look at you, bro. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's my man, TV. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got yeah. you. Know, like, because at the same time, and I told God, I was like, yo, I mean, I don't mind reaching out, but hey, yeah, have a couple of dudes. Put at least have them on my. I want to be yeah. on their heart, man. I'm like absolutely, absolutely, because it's just it's taxing to be on this side of the fence. Um, and like you said, is um, and I wanted to change up, and I think I told you that before. I didn't want mm-hmm. to be 
hard. I didn't want to be straightforward. I didn't want to, I wanted to be, you know, get out the Bible and, you know, come here, brother, yeah. let's sit yeah. down and pray. And, um, and then I just, I had a prophet come up to me and was like, uh, no, the way that you thinking that you're supposed to be, nah, that's not why God brought you on. And so I'm looking <laughs> around because I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, this the, that prophet didn't know me personally, right? Uh, but on their way out of our church, uh, he's just like, nah, don't think that. Um, I've had it twice actually. A lady did it, and then a, a gentleman did it, and it was like, nah, right where you're at, that's just how you're supposed to deliver it. And I'm thinking. Yeah. But it's so tough. I can hear that it's tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear me talking, and I'm like, this is tough. Like, if I had to hear this from somebody, I'd be like, man, this guy. But I've never had, uh, and we're going to close out in a minute, but I never had a, I never had a gentleman um, argue, get upset, um, try to fight me, uh, stay out of my business. Bro, you, 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 you going too far. Never. And I'm literally talking to dudes who don't know nothing about Christ and they'll tell me stuff. And I just go, well, you just wasting that girl's time. You know, it just, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 what you talking about, man? I mean, I've been with her nine years. Like, yeah. But it's a waste of time. You, you have a problem with committing, you know what I'm saying? And I, and then we're just going into this stuff and the guy just be looking like, dude, you just kind of come in. You're like, you yeah, just, just do all right. that. But but it'll stop right there. They they just wonder like, man, you're coming at me. But the response back to me is, well, maybe I maybe I should think about A, B, and C. And then they'll look at me and be thinking, mm. like, I don't even know how we got here, man. I was like, well, what you don't know is that my assignment is men. See, that's the thing that you don't know that my assignment from God is men. Yeah. I say so when I'm coming at you, you don't feel the urge to to defend yourself and fight me mm -hmm. because I'm here on an assignment for you. That's right. Like, this is mm. all about you. Like when I come here and I talk to you, I'm talking to you about your girlfriend, which always round around back to the fear of Lord. It all goes back to God's respected yeah. way. Uh, I'm always taking it back to you're in this because you have no alignment with the right identity for your life. Like this is why you're all over the place is because your identity is with this stuff and it's not with Christ. Well, how do you know Christ will be able to do it? I was like, because, and then I'm, I'm just going chopping. Down to, yeah. Uh, and that is a part. That's why I really wanted to talk about it because I'm like, um, I talked to a gentleman over the weekend, uh, a couple of weekends ago and, um, and it was all around identity and he was cool enough to really share his perspective around all that. And he knew that his identity was kind of messed up. Like he didn't really know who he was. I and mean, I'm always angry. I'm always this. I'm all, and I was able to share. He's like, man, I, you know, I'm, I don't really believe in God and stuff, but you know, I do know. And I just told him, I say, it doesn't matter. I say, but this is the thing that now that you've talked to me, now you've been put on notice. <sighs> and I was like, the thing is that God does everything on purpose. Everything That's is right. intentional. I say, so me coming here and talking to you about this, and ending on the note that you need a savior is all done with intent. None of this stuff is a mystery is all intentional by God. And he was like, I mean, how do you know? I was like, because that's how he loves people. Your, your life is in a wreck. He's going to send someone who's going to talk to you about that wreck. And that wreck should always, the, the, the fix of that wreck should always be pointed back at Christ. 
I was like, and if that's what it is, then God loves you. Yeah. Now, if I came here with my perspectives and tried to sell you my book and no, I got four books on how to get your identity right and all this stuff, then you might want to question it. I said, but dude, I only got one book. Mm. I don't have no other book for you to read. I only got one way, one book, one person. It's only one that I got for you and you can choose to or choose not to. But I think as men, when we gather our own selves, get our own identities together, get our own selves right with Christ in the right way, meaning our fear of the Lord is in the right perspective. The respect of his way is in the right perspective. And then our leadership styles will change to the way that God wants us to. Then we'll be able to minister to men. Uh, and I'm not saying every man is going to fold down and say, yes, God is great, but you'll be comfortable enough to know that I can speak to you in boldness because I know who I am in Christ. And that's, mm, that's, that's it right the there. That at this point at 46, man, I do know who I am in Christ. And as I come, I can meet you for the very first time. And then we sat in the car for two and a half hours or so. Bro, it was like four hours. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It might have been like four hours and four we just hours. chopping it up. It was like, and my wife was just like, I knew that's what you were doing. She was, <laughs> she, was like, she was like, after that first hour, I was like, she was like, honey has got this guy hemmed up in the car. He probably cannot get out of the car. She said, the only thing I wanted was my son to get home. And I'm like, hey, we got a guy hemmed up, and he's not going to stop until he gets everything that he's supposed to get out. Yeah, yeah, but she knows me. Yeah. Uh, that if a door opens up, and you swung a door my way, and if you swing in this door to my way, it's one of two things. Either you really want to know, or you really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Even if you're doing it just to to fill me out, you're going to get a full enchilada like, wow. So this dude going to come with the full um, because because I think that I'm doing um, I'm doing God a disservice if I don't, um, you know, but that's but that's but that, you know, and I know we're I know we're, you know, on time, short on time a little bit. But, man, that's one of the things, again, as a, as a brother in Christ, that's what I love about you, man. You know who you are in Christ. And so you you walk in God's power and you speak in parables and you come with explanations of Christ in your parable speaking. So by the time you get 10 minutes with, with, a, with a brother, they like, they're like, wait, hold on, what is going on? <laughs> it, it, it's almost like a it's almost like pickpocketing. Yeah. It's almost like pickpocketing. I'm going to go take out who you think you are. I'm going to show you the mirror. Right. And then I'm going to explain to you why that's not you. Right. And this is who God is in you. Right. But you keep running from it. Right. <clears throat> so so you, you can only be who you are right now at this particular time. And I was just telling a group of men Sunday at my church. We had a luncheon. And I was telling about, you know, your podcast. But I was really telling, I was like, yo, I've never met anyone in my entire life that went to drop me off at a hotel. <laughs> right. That I said the craziest thing. I said the God was in it, all of it. I was like, the brother's son was with us the whole time in the back seat. He wasn't acting out. He wasn't acting crazy. He wasn't like, Dad, when we going? When we going, Dad? I said, Yo, just such an amazing fruitful conversation yep this man yeah. 
who just love his family. He love his wife. He love God. He loves himself, and he knows who he is. I was like, yo, you you just that's full fledged balance. I'm trying, dude. I mean, uh, thank you for the kind words too. Um, and 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 people like you help hold me accountable still to uh, to still making sure that I stay on top of uh, of what God the assignment that God has for me um, because you know the pressure is all I tell people the pressure is actually on me. It's, mm-hmm. it's not on you. Mm-hmm. The pressure is on me mm-hmm. uh, because I'm the mouthpiece. You know, yeah. you know, Paul. The pressure was on Paul. Yep. Peter, yep. And John, not the 5,000. Mm-hmm. The pressure was on the 12 disciples. That's why Jesus always looked at them like, dude, you guys just can't get it. It's like, man, mm-hmm. you know, but if y'all go back and wait, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit like this dude to be able to really get you guys just right, right? Because mm-hmm. it's really, the, you have to be able to know that part of who you are. Uh, <clears throat> and I still, and this is the thing, all of that, and I still <laughs> be sharing <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I still, it's a funny thing. And I'm like, all of that stuff. And I, and dude, I can, I'd be shaking in my boots until I grab the mic and then the Lord do it. And then yeah. right after that, I feel like I got to go throw up. I'd be like, man, <laughs> did I even say that? Like, literally, when I, after you got out of that car and drove, I was talking to my son, like, man, did I say too much? Maybe I shouldn't have said this. <laughs> this guy probably ain't going to never want to holler. <laughs> nah, but listen, you, you were on assignment. All you did was drop the seeds in. And the water and the fruit comes from what we're doing now. Yep. Communicating six states away <laughs> or three states away, however yep. distance. But just still keeping that communication because I'm like, yo, man, listen, this God, this this brother, he got something right here. Whatever you're doing to Quentin in his life. It's like, Lord, man, do that. <laughs> it's like, do that because your effectiveness is just, is just so, it's, it's unbelievable, bro. But it's, but it's out of genuine love. It is. I, I definitely, it's out I, of genuine I, love. I strive for that. <laughs> I tell you that. Thank yeah, you for man. that. Yeah, genuine uh, yeah. love. So. But listen, we are chopping up for like, I know, hours. man. <laughs> I know. And uh, so basically, you know, I'm glad you guys all tuned in. Uh, this is a great friend of mine, Tyrone Seabrooks. Uh, I'm going to have this guy back on a few times. We got some things in plans for the next year, maybe, maybe yeah. year, next two years or so. Uh, and I'll definitely let you guys know what we got going on. But uh, like I said, appreciate that. Definitely share this with everyone that you can think of that may be, you know, having problems or thinking or thoughts around their identity uh, and want to be pushed in the right direction. This may be a part one. I may do a part two of it uh, so we can really talk about guarding our minds as men uh, under this identity crisis uh, platform. Uh, So that's all we got for tonight. You guys enjoy the evening. Peace out. All right.